Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. On this episode, I'm going to talk about being in New York City on draft lottery night. The soap opera that is the Los Angeles Lakers just keeps getting worse and worse. We're going to talk to Drew about this because he's not a happy camper. Angry Drew might come out again. Then we have to talk about the playoffs. The Golden State spoilers are looking like they're in championship form once again. Portland, peace out. We'll see you next year at the same time, same place. We got Milwaukee and Toronto heading back to Milwaukee. It's tied 2-2. What's it going to be? I think it's going 7. Drew does 2. And my rookie of the year pick, Taco Fall. You got to hear this guy, how this guy broke the draft combine. You guys are going to love this. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick the intro music. Excuse me. I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. Give it up. All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. We are back from hiatus. We apologize. But <laughs> even the greatest podcasters in the world need to take vacations. We do. We had to take a vacation. It was. It could have been timed better. Wrong timing. Could have been timed Bad better. Bad timing. Yeah, but it was nice. They were nice. Since we dropped the last uh, show, yeah. Bush was uh, president. Yeah. Um, Game of Thrones was in season four. A lot happened. A lot has happened. <laughs> we, uh, Boston was literally still in the playoffs. Right, right. It's been two. I haven't even seen you, Drew. I know, man. We have so much to talk about, people. But first and foremost, you know the routine for the new listeners. Uh, what we do is we correlate the the uh, episode number, which is episode seventy six. Yep. Uh, and we correlate it or tie it. Actually, Drew correlates it or ties it to something. NBA, something that has to do something with 76 related. And I don't know what it is, but Drew uh, dives deep yeah. 
into the archives of NBA history, and I want something good, Drew. Give it to me. Whose episode is this? All right. So we have some candidates, as usual. Mm. We're, we're starting to build back to the to the field. We have a field oh, now. Nice. No, it's not one or two guys as it used to be. Ooh. Uh, so we have a couple. We have a couple choices. First and foremost, nineteen seventy six, number one overall draft pick. Do you have any guesses? Uh, well, I missed Walton on the last one. You Who did. would be after Walton? Nineteen seventy six. He went to University of Maryland. Maryland. His son also played. He's still in the league as a assistant i believe mm-hmm. and his son he had a couple sons and that were both pretty good players merland 76 not too sure bro john lucas john lucas yeah luke he's definitely coaching number one overall draft pick i think he's a, uh, some kind of assistant with the rockets organization well he did a lot too for like helping nba players rehab yeah he was big into that um like if you were an nba player that suffered from some kind of addiction or um, you know, whatever it was, like John Lucas would mentor you and help right. you. Well, he did he a got lot. to see the cocaine NBA and, he, and live, he did live see in that. action. He sure did. I'm sure he, he got it from experience too. Um, but damn, that's cool. John yeah. Lucas. All right. John Lucas. Who was his kid? What was his kid's name? John Lucas. John Lucas I think Jr. I think it was John and there's one other mm-hmm. and I can't remember his name. Okay. But that's that's what I remember. And I think he went I think his kid went to Oklahoma State, if, okay. not, if I'm not mistaken. Um, what else you got from him? I love the list of players born in 1976 that's a good one the the list of players born in the year of which we're talking about Mm -hmm. so it's 1976 this is a good year okay and and as they have been though but this one this one we got some some big hitters uh chauncey billups chauncey mr big shot tim duncan timmy d kevin garnett hey gee oh this is big antoine jameson Mm. the miller brothers brad and andre Mm. uh god sham god oh Oh, Antoine Walker, mm. Bonzi Wells, Bonzi, Sharif Abdul Rahim. Sharif was a hooper, and the homie Keith Kloss, my boy, yeah. Boss Kloss, who I just shouted out today on our, our on our IG. Yeah, man, he was oh, born in Oh boy, well check this out. We can we can take out a couple names because I'm pretty sure we did a Keith Kloss. Yep, I think it was 33. We might have done Kloss. Uh, that was Larry Bird. That was Larry Bird. But Kloss was Kloss was in consideration. Okay, he was there. He was an honorable mention. We've done a KG. Definitely we did 21 have. was KG. And not Tim Duncan. Not Tim Duncan. But we did a t- I did a post with Tim Duncan and David Robinson on 50. Right. We haven't done Timmy D, though. We have not I, done Tim. I mean, dude, you say God sham God. Yeah. And, I mean, Providence own. Yeah. You, when you get your own, you know, move named and after also, you. what a fucking name. What a name. God sham God. Like, if you're not <laughs> meant for greatness. Right? <laughs> It's a hell of a name. God, you're, when you're when you're named God, your expectations are humongous. Well, yeah, I would. Yeah. That's... And he's my because, dude, I, if you don't know people, I have my own move called the glitch. Yes. And mo- a lot of, you know, the glitch. Nobody's done it ever. I'm the only one. If you ever see it, it comes from clips. Five, five, five. Yep. And I want it to be known. I, it can't be called the clips. You know, could be. It could be. It but should then people be. people would might mistake that for being a clipper thing, and yeah. they don't necessarily know what that is. Yeah. The glitch, I think, was a great name. I it was. It was. A, it's a good name for it. But if you don't know what the sham god is, every single NBA player, uh, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, everybody does it now. In my men's league last night, I had a guy do it on Somebody me. Somebody shammed you? Oh yeah. Was it on you? Oh, it was on me. No way. I didn't fall down. Like I stayed with him, but mm-hmm. it, I, when he pulled it, I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Right here, he shammed you. Shammed me, and he got to the he got to the rim, and and he made he made the layup. He but did. I but I was right there. See, that's just so dope. How you create your own move, 
and it just turns into something huge. Yeah. And it was, you know, if you guys saw, uh, God Sham God is an assistant coach, a player development coach now for the Dallas Mavericks. Right. Um, and there was a, a clip that went viral this year of Dirk trying to do the chamois, and uh, that shit was hilarious. First of all, he did it, but it was the funniest. I don't even know if he moved anywhere. He when he did it, I don't think he went anywhere. He pulled a hammy trying to do the, yeah, the God Sham yeah, God. Uh, I'm down with that, unless you have. I, I like that. I think it's cool. I think it's really on brand for us. Totally. Too. I mean, God Sham God, your episode 1976. Fuck yeah. 76th episode. Let's go. Hell yeah. All right. Diving deep into it. God Sham God, this is your shit. I want to uh, talk briefly about being in New York City. Oh, Oh yeah, Last we got to talk about your trip, man. I, w- I mean, I did. To, I, I, I'm sorry. And it, it was for your birthday. Yeah. Tell everybody, what are you? 55? Yeah, now? I'm, I'm 63. 63. I look good because I exfoliate. It looks good. Yeah. I, I look good. You right? do. Yeah. The lotioning it's, is it's, the, the, the lotions and creams. Creams. They, yes. they, they pay off. They, they pay do. Off. Thank yeah. you, Drew, for yeah. for calling out my age. So the big <laughs> six three for clips. We are joking, and they like to rip on me, but that's okay. I went with 55 because that was. I know that's my number. That's gonna be a big birthday for you when that oh happens. God, right? I know, right? Hopefully you're still around, Drew. Keep talking shit that won't happen no, we'll see um it was it was crazy i go to new york city every year for my birthday i like to go out and play basketball and network and meet people and uh meet fans of the show and meet friends from social media and i just like the vibe i love new york city unfortunately it was raining i didn't get to play basketball at all which is a travesty it's because tr- people wanted me to play and right. i wanted to play i've been getting ready i've been stretching for two weeks getting ready for the for the <laughs> you, course you did some yoga i did yoga i've yeah. been doing yoga um but I didn't get to do that. But what I did get to do was meet up with some really, really cool people. Yeah. Um, some some friends of the show, some friends that I've met in social media. But um, being in New York on draft day uh, or excuse me, the draft lottery, I hooked up right. with our boy uh, Combo from Combo's Court podcast, which is he's a dope dude. We've been friends talking. I've been on his show. Yep. Um, and I got to meet up with my boy, Kodiak Simpson. If you don't know Kodiak Simpson, you got to follow this dude. One of the nicest dudes you'll ever meet in your life. He represents the Belly Fam. Um, he he went hugely viral this year. Yeah. Um, and one of the he cool, can dunk. He can dunk. He would, he wears a size seventeen shoe. He ain't that much bigger than me either. No, it's, like he's like three inches taller than me. Right. And he's got a hundred pounds on me. Yep. Hashtag Belly Fam. Right. Um, we met so Combo and I. He met me at the Natural History Museum because I had to get some culture while I was there. Got to get some culture. And then we went and ate at uh, Jacob's Pickle, which is the best restaurant in New York. If you go there, you have to go there, get the BLT. We ate like kings. So we met with Kodiak in Times Square, who, who is, he's an accountant, too. He works in oh, finance is that right? now. Yeah. Good for him. Straight out of St. John's. Nice. He's like, I got an Italian restaurant we should go to. I said, I'm not even going to question you, Kodiak. You obviously know where yeah, we should go to eat. you know your eat. business. Right. So let's go. Right. He made us reservations. We had the whole bar to ourselves upstairs. We got to chop it up, talk basketball, just talk life. And just like, it was cool to vibe with these dudes. Nice. Again, follow Combo's Court. That's his pod. Kodiak Sinson, that's the homie. We're family. Um, and then uh, since it was draft lottery night in Big New night, York City, right? Kodiak, where do we go? He's like, we're going to the marquee down the street over here. Let's go to the marquee, ninth floor hotel. You guys got to peep this out. So nice. we go huge lounge tvs everywhere everybody's right. pro zion in new york city well obviously obviously the whole city must have been a buzz with the hope that's all that they were zion talking about was gonna make his way the talk was how racist james dolan is and how he's a horrible owner sure. and how great the, the knicks are gonna be once they get zion right that was the whole vibe right now i must throw this in drew okay old-fashioned was my drink of the week nice good and choice i continued that going into the evening right okay so once the draft lottery started, I had a few in me. Yeah. And things, I was getting loud. You know how I tend to get. Yeah, sure. And I wasn't the only one. <laughs> Combo was turned up. 
Kodiak, who doesn't drink, was on his 39th Sprite of the of the evening. <laughs> drinking this a lot dude of... was drinking Sprite like <laughs> Gatorade. Good. He stayed clean, though. He stays clean. But yeah. the, I mean, he had the Sprite flowing. <laughs> um, I started a debate at before before the lottery started. I started this debate that I've been talking about all through New York City and to all my friends about how I feel Zion at 18 is better than LeBron was at 18, and it caused havoc where we were at. Sure. Okay. And we'll save it for another podcast on how my feelings on this, because it'll take a long time. Right. But during this fiasco of me talking a bunch of shit to everybody there, we met some 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 grownups in ties, and they were from Cleveland, uh-huh. and they were turning up too. And nice. supposedly, I referred to them as the tax nerds, quote unquote, the tax nerds. <laughs> and I only re- no, I remember I only remember this because they sent us an email. They Drew did. got it. He forwarded it to me. And it said, "Yo, clips, what up? It's the quote unquote tax nerds, yeah, that you were that you were speaking with last night. We had a great time. They bought us drinks. We watched the draft. So, and I told them I'd shout them out on the show. Shout out, tax so shout nerds. out to the tax nerds from All Cleveland. Right. We had a great time talking basketball. They were great dudes. We appreciate nice. them buying us drinks. To the draft, chaos, K- dude. I was losing it. <laughs> yeah, when the Lakers just kept when we dropping. Jumped. Yeah, I." There's video. Kodiak has me on video. Yeah. And I said, if the Lakers get this number one fucking pick, I am going to lose my shit and I'm going to cancel the podcast. I was, I was, yeah. And I would, yeah, I would have had to break out on my own for my own celebration. I was, I was the complete 180 of that. When that was happening, I, I just couldn't believe it. I was watching it go down and I'm like, oh, cool. Like we're, wait, did we just jump we into get the, number nine? Did we just jump into the top four? Oh my God. And then when that happened, I was like, holy crap, this just got a whole lot better. And it was, we, I was completely unexpecting of that, obviously, but having the number four pick, you know, Huge. there was that gap there. It was like a, a seven minute commercial break. They, NBA is so messed they, up they, when they, know, they do that. They, they know do. when they have our attention. They do. They got all that, all that money coming in from those advertisers. Uh, and then of course, you know, at, at that point I was like, oh shit, maybe if we can get top three, Man. we're set. And of course our name gets pulled fourth. And then the biggest one was, you know, the Knicks being pulled third. And then you ended up with the Pelicans and the Grizzlies, which are arguably the two smallest markets in the NBA right now. The Pelicans, I think being one and the team that was in complete chaos and catastrophe, Anthony Davis wants out. Mm-hmm. You know, the fire gets fired, fire the GM, they bring on, they bring on Griffin and, you know, oh, maybe we're going to turn some things around. They get the number one overall draft pick. And I just want to talk a little bit about this because there's, there's some decisions here, right? So we all assume they're going to choose Zion. I think it's, I think it's ridiculous to to think otherwise, but I want to talk about what this means for Anthony Davis, right? It sounds like, you know, since then there's all this conversation about how he still wants to leave. He doesn't want to stay. But if you're the New Orleans Pelicans organization now, you don't have to trade this man until February. And I think it would be at least very intriguing for Anthony Davis to play a couple months with this kid Zion. Now, the interesting thing here, right, is do they trade Anthony Davis and just try and go, all right, we're going to go Zion and get maybe, you know, the third pick. Maybe if the Knicks want Anthony Davis and they give up the third pick, they can go Zion and RJ and then they – they're back together. They got the boys. They're back in town. That'd be cool. I don't think RJ wants that. I think RJ wants out of Zion's shadow. Uh, but that could be something that they do. But I do think this this could not have happened to the Pelicans at a better time. You know, look, this is the this is this is the gift, man. This is literally huge. a gift to save your yeah. city and save your organization. Yeah. 
And just the fact that you're going to get, they sold 3000 tickets that night. Oh season yeah. Tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm with what you're saying that yeah. if I'm Anthony, the only problem with Anthony Davis is this. Mm-hmm. I think he burnt his bridge dog yeah, with do the too. fans and with it, with the team, but he can also in this, he doesn't have to be apologetic in this. He can actually still kind of keep that chip on his shoulder and say, well, you know, I still want to trade, and then Orleans just goes, no, fuck you, You're, we're making you play, mm-hmm. and then, and then, you know, at least getting them on the court together with this kid, maybe they click, and maybe something happens, and AD goes, you know what, this kid's special. I think me and him could do some serious damage. Or in this maybe, league. or maybe Anthony gets really super jealous, and, and be that's like, that's another option. Right. The 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 one thing that I that I think is getting overlooked right now a little bit is how similar. Zion is to Julius Randle. This is a comparison that we didn't make too much of because we assume Zion's going to be a better caliber player of Julius Randle. Uh, but Julius is entering into a different caliber after this season. He's been playing fantastic, like his last year at the Lakers, and then this year in in uh, New Orleans, he's been really he's been kicking, he's shining. He's been kicking ass. Right. But I think those two occupy the identical space. And I don't think those two will play well together on the court. Yeah, but I don't think Julius is going to be around next season anyway. I think he's, he's he's up, dude. I think it was a two-year no, deal. I think he's up. Okay. I mean, we both could be wrong, but I don't, I don't think Julius is going to be there. My point is, is I don't think he should. Right. right. If they're drafting Zion, mm-hmm. then you either need to trade, put package Julius with some other people to mm-hmm. make a trade um, because those two can't – it doesn't make any sense to have them both on the same team, on the same floor together because they're the same player. This virtually. is what I would do. Yeah. This is what I would do. I would try my best – even though they said that we're not going to trade to the Lakers, I would try my best to send AD to the Lakers for right. Kuzma, Lonzo, and in- Ingram if you can. I don't know if anybody wants Ingram right now because we don't know where he, he stands health-wise. He should be fine. He should be fine. But, yeah. And then you get this whole new young core, right, with a Drew Holiday, right. you know? And just and then it's something ex- exciting. You know what it remind me of is like the the headband Clippers. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Corey Maggette and D Miles and Q and like you got this nice little core where fans will want. They're exciting because you know again I'm not sold on Anthony Davis. I I've just never been that guy. He's done nothing for me. Seven years, you're a franchise player, one of the best players in the NBA, and you you made it to the first round. You know what I'm saying? You made it to the second, second round. round. Okay? Second He's round. not done much. Yeah, um, I can understand that. You feel me on that? You. But he is he is a he is he is he one is. of the best players in the NBA. He is when he's playing his 60 games a year and not being a little bitch right. like he did this Julius year. Julius is a two-year deal. He's not, a, he's not a free agent until next season. For sure? Yeah, I'm looking at okay. it right now. Okay. So it's 2020. He's an unrestricted free agent. He signed a two-year $17 million deal with the Pelicans. So I think with that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you can play them together and just say, all right, Julius, you'll be in the post and Zion, you'll play out in the wing or whatever. And then all the narrative that they were saying as soon as it happened, like Zion does, doesn't have an agent, doesn't have a shoe deal yet. He's not going back to Duke, but maybe he can control his own future and be like, I don't want to go to New Orleans. Pull Eli Manning. Yeah, yeah, Eli and fucking Lindros and like all those guys. Sure. Which is fine. You can do that, but I don't think he's going to start his career like this. I think. I don't think sh- so either. I know. He should go to New Orleans, embrace it. He could be the king of New Orleans right now, dog. Right. 100%. Right. Um, he's got the face. He's got the 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 wow factor. He's got it all. Yeah. Um, there's no expectations as far as like the team – winning a championship right now. Right. Um, and just like Julius Randle drew, and we say this all the time on the show is it take dude? when these guys come out at 19 years old, it takes you four years to be physically ready to play in the NBA and be, you know, get adjusted to the NBA. It, Julius, not for him. Who Julius? No, for Zion. 
That that won't take four I'm years. I'm saying like with Julius Randle, like it oh takes, sure, it took him some time. It takes some yeah, time, yeah, but yeah. even for Zion, it'll take time to adjust. And I think the closest, the clo- it, I think not, it'll take not physically, not physically, no, right, right. But his game will need to adjust, right? Yeah, sure. And that's what he's gonna have to, you right. know. I, I compare Julius and Zion like with their ball handling skills are like the same. They both yes. have decent ball handling. They're both left handed. Left handed. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that'd be crazy. The comparisons are are pretty. I mean, Julius, I think is like two inches taller than him. Mm-hmm. But like outside of that, like they're virtually the same, except for Zion is just much more explosive. In New Orleans, you have, and I, I believe in Griffin. We both like him a lot. Great. And Gentry's still there, right? Gentry's so, there, and that's a player's coach. They read just, up on him. It might be something exciting, and uh, I would, lo- I would love, yeah. to see him there. I'm a little bummed out. <laughs> Why? I am. Because it's the fucking Pelicans. So and, I know it is and, the Pelicans. And, and, I get it. And I wanted it to be New York. I don't, I don't have any kind of hatred towards the Knicks as a Laker fan. They've been shitty pretty much my entire life, except for like 1999 when they were decent. So I wanted to see Zion go to the Knicks. So yeah. I, I'm definitely a little bummed out. I'm glad he didn't go to the Grizzlies. Facts. I am. I'm very glad about that because Gentry is a is a like a superior coach. I think he'll figure out a good scheme to work Zion in and feature him nicely. But I I, I was hoping that it would be the Knicks or the Bulls or some some kind of exciting destination. More exciting destination than New Orleans. Okay, but get, let's but, get, but I think it's going to be. I think it actually could be a really good fit for him. It'd be great for yeah. him. And then let's not forget, this isn't a lifetime. Four years, dog. Right. Sign your rookie contract. Right. You'll be twenty three. You'll get a, you'll get the max of whatever you can get at twenty three. Get that rookie extension. And you can go wherever you want, and you'll be the most co- coveted free agent probably right. if everything works out. We're all we're all stay healthy. Yeah. All those things. We're yeah. all expecting him to do great things. Right. So right. Um, I think he's ready. I think he's ready for it, and I'm happy for New Orleans. I'm well, happy for it. Yeah, we can. I, I agree with you. Uh, there's gonna, we're going to have plenty of time to talk about Zion going to the Pelicans. Real quick, though, mm-hmm. number two and number three, how do you see that panning out for the Grizzlies I, and the Knicks? I think the Grizzlies are actually going to be able to get rid of Conley's contract because yep. somebody will pick him up. I think I said on a few shows ago, like I would love to see Philadelphia pick him up, pick sure. pick pick up this expiring contract. Maybe Boston if, if Kyrie Boston leaves. would be great. Orlando needs a point guard. Totally. Like, there's a lot of places that could use him. And Ja will go number two. Yep. Which he should. I think they've already announced that they're going to target him. And then, again, same thing with New Orleans. you got a young core with, with Jaron Jackson Jr. and Ja. That, and you start there. Yeah. And you build around that. And most likely you'll get a lottery pick next year too. So I like that. Three, R.J. Barrett is what we're looking at. I think I think that's a done deal. Done deal. Real. I, I because I do I I definitely think R.J. is a very very good player. In in other drafts he would have been out outright the number one draft pick. I think he's a very talented player. His skill level at this age is is beyond advanced from what you expect. Like the way he attacks the basket left and right hand. And the pace with which he moves reminds me a lot of James Harden. He never, he never really uh, is moving too fast, and he'll get better at that. He'll get decision stronger. making is his issue. Well, he just, he just, he never really passes once he <laughs> once he makes the decision to go to the rack. Right. He very rarely is the kick out. Right. He doesn't do that that well, uh, or at, at least at the back end of Duke, maybe he just didn't trust the guys that he was kicking it out to, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna try and get to the rack and make it. I have a better shot chance at making this shot." than kicking it out to Jack White, who hasn't hit a, a three-pointer in, in three months. Right. So maybe there's a little bit of that. But I think the Knicks should be really quite happy with RJ there. I, at, I'd be the happy with three. that, but they should be kicking themselves in the ass, well, too, with trading all of your assets, banking on this tank, which we're seeing this works. I mean, it doesn't work. The tanking really doesn't work. Because everybody, all those four teams had a 14% chance of there's making three it. three teams, yeah. Three teams. Right. So 
you know, they, they, they put all their, their eggs in one basket by trading early and getting, you know, getting rid well, of Well, they wanted the cap space, too. Facts. So they're, they're going more than just Zion. And thinking about they the were, summer with free agency. They're going for Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant and Kyrie and all these players. So they're trying to be a major destination <laughs> right. for free agents. And obviously having Zion would have been a, a great addition to that package to go, hey, please come play with us. Fuck James Dolan. Like, we don't, you don't have to worry about James Dolan come play with Zion like and KD and and we can all have this great team together. I still think that's definitely on the table and I think RJ fits in kind of nicely with whoever they're looking at. It doesn't affect like the the, do you think the Kyrie the Knicks are or the get Kemba. One of them? I do think the Knicks are going to get somebody. I think they're going to get somebody. I, whether it's Kyrie or Kevin Durant or Anthony Davis Kemba is what they're going to get. Or Kemba? I think they get Kemba. Even even that's a that's a solid upgrade it's a for step them. Up. It's a, it's a, they haven't had a player like him in a while. Um, from the from the city yep, too, from the Bronx. I mm-hmm. think he's from BX. Um, and then who are the Lakers taking it from? Right, that's the question. You getting Cam Reddish? Are you trading? Like you, you got a nice little chip right there. Yeah, it's a really nice chip, and that's mm-hmm. the way I looked at it when we got it because it really does drop. For me, it drops off after three. Everyone's been saying it. There's three players. We just talked about them, and after that, there's kind of like this second tier. There's a very obvious second tier that happens after that, and so there's a lot of moving fucking pieces for the Lakers right now. So it's hard for me to say what we're going to need. Are they moving? It, well, just it's hard for me to say what we're going to need. Right. Are, are we Are we going to trade Lonzo? Are we going to try and package something for Anthony Davis? There was a trade and supposedly so, on the table this week that, that the Bulls wanted Lonzo for the seven, that they give up the seven so the Lakers would have the four and the seven, right. which would be cool too. But it's like, again, then you got two more young players on the squad, which probably won't work. And I also want to know, and I didn't, I was going to text you, but the you know the combine was last last week and yeah. like who the fuck did the Lakers send to the combine? Like did Palinka go to scout? Who who went to go it look? Probably. Well, we still have a head scout. We didn't fire that person. Right. So our head of scouting was definitely there, okay. along with others. I'm assuming Rob. Head if, of scouting if, is if, Kathy Rambis, or yeah, who is it? Yeah, I think it's Kathy, and um, she, she has a really good friend. That <laughs> yeah, her friend. Cookie Johnson. I, I think her friend's name is Cheryl, and. Cheryl has a really good. I mean, you she don't play JV basketball. She knows when she sees talent. Okay, she has an eye for it. All right, don't don't hate on Cheryl. Um, no, if if Rob Palinka wasn't there, then then what are you doing, right. sir? I mean, I, I know that we you know we hired Frank Vogel. Uh, quick soliloquy on Frank. I'm quite happy with this hire. Um, you know, it's. I think we haven't had a chance to talk about that too often or too much, but I think having Jason Kidd there is very interesting. I hope it's a. I hope it's a benefit for frank and not a detriment or something that's looming over you think him jason kidd wants to be an assistant coach though uh, i think jason kidd wants a job Th- okay and he doesn't have one right now okay so i think jason kidd takes this opportunity knowing that he's second in line and, if, and that can and happen if, quicker than they and think. if braun and frank like if they if the first handshake I'm, isn't great and yeah. there's not like eye to eye contact i feel like lebron's gonna be like all right uh jason you're in you're uh, in jay jason <laughs> where's where is he where's he? he's over there okay great let me go talk to jason you're in kid i i really hope we give frank a chance because i think he legitimately is a very good coach yes he did great things with uh, the pacers uh orlando didn't work out but orlando hasn't ever really worked out since Shaq left so i can't blame that on him right i am excited for him i i i think we could have done a lot worse and i i think i honestly think Ty Lue would have been a lot worse so i'm quite happy with frank being there i think for the four pick it's it depends on what we're looking at what we need is a shooter so it wouldn't be outrageous for us to go okay let's take cam yeah. reddish even though he didn't show well at this year this year in duke again it's kind of tough to be the third wheel on a team where he's been his whole life the superstar cam reddish has been the superstar everywhere he went yep. and then on duke all of a sudden he's not even the second best player he's by far the third best player mm-hmm. and not getting any shine 
And so I think it's it's easy to take a look at that one season and go, ah, oh, man, he's a bust. He's not going to do it. He's six foot eight. The kid has good handles. He can attack the rim. He can shoot. They're going to see that in the combine, though. I don't think they're going to judge everything on basically how he played. Like, no, I know that. Okay, but I'm talking. I'm talking more to the audience now right. because there's a, there's this opinion now that has started about Cam Reddish not being good, and mm -hmm. I just don't think that's true. Right. He's not what we thought he would be. I don't think he's going to be a uh, an all star in this first five years or anything like that. But he can still contribute. Uh, so I wouldn't be disappointed with that pick because he is a shooter. And when you look at the list of shooters in this first round, there's very few. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, that would be fine. We need it, you know, young, uh, four or five, uh, that, that has a lot of athleticism, not a problem, but this kid, Darius Garland is somebody that I think we really should take a look at, uh, from Vandy. He's been getting a lot of clout. He tore his ACL, didn't really play that much this year. So if I had to choose one, I would choose him, especially because that gives us a chip. We can trade him. Uh, or tr or trade Lonzo, or we can have them both play and see how Lonzo like is recovering. If he can stay healthy, if we can't get rid of Lonzo, we can still have this kid Darius running running behind him. So that that would be my pick. Finally, finally, Magic Johnson came from uh, out the shadows. Stephen A. Smith had been calling him out for a couple weeks. He wanted the real story. Yep. Magic went. He spilled the fucking beans, bro. He yep. put everything on. Well, Magic's been known to put everything on Front Street. That's kind of his issue. And I think sometimes he's uh, known to exaggerate and, and elaborate a little bit. He, on he some likes things. to control his narrative. He I loves get a story. Yeah, he's a storyteller. Uh, any you think story, he's lying, any storyteller that I know is is used to embellishing on certain factors. Do I think he's lying? Not necessarily. It's the same thing we thought, though, that we talked about. We said this. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not ever surprising that Magic was going to try and throw Genie and Rob under the bus, right? Because the his exit still is inexcusable, in, in my opinion, yep. regardless of whatever happened there. That's inexcusable. However, let's just say Genie and Rob were making fun of him. Um, there was probably some fucking reason for that. He wasn't doing his duties day to day. Anyway, supposedly he told... Jeannie, at the beginning of this, that I would still want to be part of my other businesses. Right. Jeannie could could have taken that into consideration, and she sure. didn't. And it's obvious that Palinka was talking shit. There were emails. They were, yeah. you know, the backstab. I think the backstabbing was real, one hundred percent. Sure. And if you're going to take away the power from the president of basketball operations, the, if you cut the legs out from him, then what what the hell is he supposed? The to whole do? position, if it came down to the firing of Luke Walton, um, we ended up firing him anyway. So if that was the big point, that's that's why I don't think it was the big point. No, the big point was I think he wanted Palinka out too. He wanted them both. Out. I think he wanted Palinka out too, and I think Jeannie has, you know, she's got Kobe in one hand, and she's got you know because Kobe wants Palinka there, and Palinka has supposedly Palinka's just never had this job, and the Lakers still haven't hired a president of basketball. We're not operation, going to. And they said no, and and there's and there's not really an answer to this. I as far as I can tell. Jeannie is is giving Rob a chance to prove his worth here in a in a situation where he hasn't proven himself worthy of even remaining the GM. So if if she's just taking it upon herself and the Rambuses uh, to kind of guide this this franchise and then have Rob be the end all be all guy, I you know, it, it's a very scary scenario for us. I think the the crucial thing here is whether or not LeBron is on board with this. Because if he is, this could turn into an okay situation. Because if LeBron is supportive of this and he can help with, with recruiting uh, free agents to come here this year, this could work out just fine. If he is not, this is going to be a t another horrific 
off season. And everything's for us. pointing to that though. Dog. It is. Everything is pointing, and this isn't me dogging at all. No, it is. It just seems like every week we talk about this, and every week it gets worse. There hasn't been one. The the best thing that's happened to the Lakers in the last two years, besides getting LeBron, is getting this number four pick. And it's not even the greatest the greatest fucking pick you can have. It yeah, just it just right. continuously keeps getting worse, and I don't think people want to be a part of it. And what's what what's even more upsetting is that I'm I was I was happy to see LeBron at the meeting for Frank Vogel and stuff. Yeah. But then you know I see LeBron out. He's partying. He's posting on social media. He's enjoying his off season, which you should. Like, yeah. I enjoy, he, he hasn't really yeah. had that time before. He so, hasn't. And I want him to rest. True. And hopefully he comes back like Please we said rest. before. Yeah. Like Kawhi this year. You right. know, hopefully he comes back ready to go. But fact of the matter is, dude, is if you don't have another, you need somebody else, dude. And I think everybody knows that if you don't get somebody else, it's going to be a wrap. Here's bro. the best thing about this offseason in general for the Lakers is that there is quite a bit of players out there for us to have. To go for, to go after. For us to have. Because there's there's a world where uh, we end up with Kemba Walker. There's a world where we end up with Chris Middleton or some or of these. Or Kawhi's. Key- Everybody still thinks Kawhi will be a Laker. I don't understand how that's. Right. I, I think it's Clippers all the way there. Uh, I But there there are a lot of free agents this year. So there's a good chance that we end up at least getting one. And, it, and it, you know. Would you be happy with Jimmy Butler? You know, I knew you were going to go right mm-hmm. there because, yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. I, I probably would be. You think Jimmy and LeBron would would vibe? Uh, What is their vibe? Do they like each other? They've definitely played together on Team USA. USA, Right, USA team. And I think LeBron respects Jimmy's work. Right. Right? You know, he may be kind of a weird guy in the locker room, but I do think LeBron respects the fact that he's he's gotten this far in his career. And if you look at that Philadelphia series – against the Raptors he was the best player for Philly that whole that whole series right this guy's coming up smelling like roses right now and I do think he'll get paid you think and he'll I, get the mat he says he's going to get it from whatever team he chooses 150 so would you be willing to do I think there's years? enough teams out there that need him I'm talking about the Lakers I think there's a lot of teams that will pay him and I think yes I think we're one of them you, and you pay him a 150 again we're not I don't think he's going to be target numero uno but I do think all the ones that we have like this lofty, oh, let's go after KD, let's go after Kawhi, let's go after Kyrie. I that, think Kyrie's a real possibility, honestly. I do think that's okay. a real possibility. Kyrie. You mean, you mean Kanye. Kanye Irving. Kanye Irving. Thank you. But in the instance where uh, Kanye, Kyrie goes to the Knicks and KD goes to the Knicks and Kawhi goes to the Clippers, we we still have a good shot at Middleton, at Kemba, and at Jimmy. And I, I do, as much as Jimmy may be a problem – uh, we have a lot of problems, and and having a great shooting guard that can defend and hit big shots for us is not a problem that we have currently right now. But from what from if history repeats itself, Drew, I mean, he's tough to get along with in the locker room, and the ultimate alpha male is LeBron James, and I don't think they can have two alphas. Like I I can see there's going to be a meeting here. Which they would is, have to. This be. is my point. with LeBron exactly. Who do you want, LeBron? Like who should we target? It's, it it shouldn't. Well, hopefully that happens, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's going to happen. Should. But I, I do think that if they approach Jimmy, I think there should be a LeBron and Jimmy sit down together and figure this out. Because for again, for all his antics, the the guy is a competitor and he wants to win. So you know, say what you want about him, you know, off the court, uh, being an alpha dog, all that stuff. He he is a he's a competitor, and and so that's something that we need more of. To be frank. And I wouldn't be disappointed. Yes, it would be sad to give a guy who's 30 years old a five-year max and have him play for 35 with his injury history and things like that. But at the same time, it's 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 better than to step up. It's better than nothing. <clears throat> and in an instance like this where we do have cap space, 
we wouldn't have to trade anyone to bring Jimmy on. It would just be a nice free agency signing. I don't. I think we could do worse. And by worse, having nobody is my is my final answer there. So it's very scary. Very very scary off season underway for us. Uh, as a Laker fan, I'm hopeful. It you could know. turn out zeros again. Could turn out zeros or it could be great. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I, I think if, if Kyrie wants to uh, kind of make up for what happened last year, he might have to go back to LeBron. And I think this is just a really bad look. I really do. I think which is really why I, I mean, I, I think his first move is to the Knicks because or Brooklyn. Uh, sure. I, I think his first new move is there. Mm-hmm. And then I think the second move would be the second option is Los Angeles because I don't as much as I think he respects LeBron and like and is and the door is back open for that. I do think that he has a lot of pride. Right. And so I think the last thing that he wants is to is to look like he's going back, you know, to his daddy kind of Pax. like, oh, let me let me come play back here. So I do think he'll uh, he'll explore other options. But if those options fail or, or it's not look, working out like he wants, I do think that we'll sit down and have a meeting with him for sure. Meantime, the Clippers are got got a nice little summer planned ahead of us. I think we got I think we're going to make a play for everybody that we want. I think we're going to get meetings with everybody we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a discussion. I think it was uh, Frank Isola had said today on Twitter. He's like, hey. You know, if KD chooses to take a meeting with the Clippers, which I think he will, um, you know, going up against Doc Rivers, which is championship coach, and Jerry West, who's, you know, a champion and a, and a great G, uh, uh, GM or whatever he is for us. He's now. a He's consultant. A consultant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Balmer, who's got $44 billion in the bank and a great owner. And like I said on the last show, like Luke Mabute told me he's the best owner in the NBA. And I think it's a great bargaining chip for us, whether KD fits into our system or whatnot. I think he fits into anybody's system. Like Your system changes. Cha- right. Your system changes when he arrives. To him. Yeah. Fact. Your system yeah, changes yeah, yeah, yeah. when he arrives. So we gotta, uh, we've spent a lot of time yeah. on this. We can get into free agency on the next one. We have to talk about the playoffs right now. Portland Trailblazers got swept, uh, you know, again. Uh, yeah. the, the Warriors are Good playing. showing for them, though, this year. Yeah, great showing. Good I showing. just think, that, you know. Again, in the playoffs, it's just like seven games. And I think Dame, you know, put a, you know, spit all his bullets, uh, shot his wad early. Yeah. Um, they played defensively like he was going up against two and three defenders. Yeah. Golden State. They shut played. him down. The Golden State shut him down. But they were up every single game, Drew. But it wasn't him that was putting him right. up. It was the rest of them. Right. It was most of them. Uh, and it, CJ and, and Harkless and Leonard obvi- showed up. Obviously, yeah. Myers Leonard had a crazy first half in the last game. But. I, I think it's definitely more of. Uh, it's not Portland Trailblazers not playing well enough. Yeah. I think it's you know, we're seeing such a beautiful like dynasty. We're seeing how beautiful uh, this team plays, dude. Yeah. And it's I not... want to talk about that because yeah. it's a big deal. Like so, Kevin's Kevin Durant's out. I think he's out with a bigger. I've said this. I think he's out with a bigger injury than I, people say he is. I, I think he tore his Achilles. I think he ruptured. I think he did something. I think he tore his Achilles. Totally. I said. He, I don't think he's playing another game this season. No, I don't okay. either. I when it happened. When it happened, I remember saying out loud, he just tore his Achilles. You were te- we were texting each other. I texted Jeff mm-hmm. immediately, and I got no response, which, which, which meant that he was, he was nervous upset. and was like ser- searching, mm-hmm. Googling all the things. And I'm sorry, you know, you can call it a mid-calf strain. He all didn't you- grab his calf. He did, but, but where does your Achilles meet? Right. The underneath the part of your calf, which is where he grabbed. So, you know, I've, I've seen enough Achilles injuries in my days to know exactly what it looks like. And what it looks like is he first of all he was no nobody was around him. He plants his foot, makes a turn, and then tries to push off, and that's when it snaps. Everyone that I've talked to that has had it happen to them personally says it, it feels like you get kicked in the back mm-hmm. of your leg. And Chauncey had the same yep. re- reaction. Kobe had the same yep. reaction. And his was so blatant because he was running up the floor, and then it, he just literally turned around like someone tapped him on the shoulder. Yep. Like who's back here? Yep. 
And then he looked down and then immediately grasped at the bottom of his calf, which is where his Achilles goes. Now, interesting point. Kevin Durant may have the longest Achilles in history because the man's calves go. Is it a calf? His, Does his, he have a calf muscle? His, that's what I mean. There is it's, no calf It's muscle. like the back of his knee. It's like one lot. It, it's a little it's the Achilles little goes from the Achilles to the kneecap. That's what I mean. That's, so, so obviously he's going to grab way up there because right. he's got the longest legs I've ever seen in my right. life. That may be, we, uh, that should be recorded. That, we need Guinness uh, Book of Records. Do they, do they do that at the Combine? The Guinness Book of Records. You know, and if they do, it's probably Minute Bowl <laughs> probably if, it, because that man had very small calves as well. But anyway, I, I think we're on the same page. 100%. And the fact that nobody's talking about this no. is so strange to me. Like, there's, there's, the Warriors have no responsibility at this point to say anything other than he is injured and can't play. Why would they go, oh, yeah, he tore his Achilles. He won't be out for the rest. He won't be back for the rest of the season. I think he's out for 12 to 18 months. And I think that affects free agency more than anything. Uh, however, to pump the brakes. <laughs> There is a chance that we are looking into this too deeply. Mm -hmm. There's a chance that it is a mid-calf strain. Mild calf strain. Whatever that means. And that he he does make it back uh, for the finals in some capacity. Or that he makes it back after a month of rehab or something like that. And it's not that serious. I sincerely hope that's the case because I never want to see an Achilles tear. Especially to a player like Durant at this point in his career. He was playing... Some of his best basketball we've ever seen. I won't call it his best because he's had some like unbelievable moments when he was in Oklahoma City. But for him to for it to happen in this moment, uh, I I sincerely hope that it's just a mild calf strain and that we see him back. However, the Warriors are making it known to everybody that uh, yeah we're still pretty fucking good without Kevin Durant. It, and it, it all starts with Draymond. You know what I mean? Draymond like, is playing his he, ass off. He is, and there was a quote. 2015. You know, Draymond's back. 100. percent and he, there was a quote where he was saying, like, I was watching my son play, yeah. and he was flopping when he was shooting. He's like, then I realized that I need to shut the fuck up and start playing my game. And once he did that, and that's that's what everybody always talks about Draymond. Like, he's just always crying. He's complaining. He's yelling at the refs. He's getting technical fouls. Yep. And we forget that Draymond, when he's going downhill, bringing the ball up. He, like a locomotive. Right. And it's his system. It's the system that they know so fucking They're so well. comfortable. With, they are. They're so comfortable with him at the top totally. of the key. And firing passes and setting screens. Getting rebounds, there's offensive like, rebounds, there's like, charges. There's very little iso ball anymore no. now because, K, again, it, it's this is not. When, it's when, not a knock on KD. We've been hearing this a lot. We've mm -hmm. been hearing a lot of this conversation on all the different media streams and stuff. And, and the thing that I want to make sure that we point out is that by saying this, it is not a dig at Kevin Durant. There is less ISO ball because Kevin Durant's not on the floor, and you want him to ISO. He's the best, one of the best scorers ever in the history of the NBA. He may break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record for scoring all time, as long as he didn't tear his Achilles. Again, I knock on wood. I hope right. that's not the case. But he's on track to do that. So, like, yeah, you're going to want to have him ISO, that whoever's guarding him. But the flow of the beautiful game that you were just saying a minute ago it, it is. It's gorgeous. They play so well together. It's seamless. They're running screens. And guess who's guess who's back also? Steph. And Clay. And Clay. They're back. all back. Same they go, all right, Durant, you go, we got this. You look, let's let's make it clear, Drew. Yeah. You're not a better like you're not better without Kevin Durant. I mean a better team without you're Correct. always gonna be better with Any Kevin Durant. Any team will be better with Kevin Durant. Even though that number of being thirty one and one Without Kevin Durant playing, it's insane. It's a real number. It's a great number. And what's the quote I always like to say? What do you? What do you? Like numbers to say? don't lie. That's right. Okay? I get it. Yeah. But 
with uh, and, and let's give a shout out to Steph Curry right now because this dude's playing out of his mind. Yep. This is what's crazy about the NBA media, Drew. Mm. At this time, exactly last year, we're, all we're talking about how LeBron is the goat. Okay, LeBron, it, it's a, it's the conversation. That's LeBron what we dragged about. the Cavs all the way to the finals by himself. He did, which right. he did, right. Uh, and he went to the finals eight times, eight, eight straight finals. I think it was nine. It's eight. It's eight straight it's and nine total. Eight straight, nine total. Nine total. Okay. So at this point last year, we're talking about LeBron's the goat, right? He's in the conversation. Right. Literally two weeks ago, we're talking about, or three weeks ago, we're talking about Kevin Durant is yep. the goat. Like he's in the conversation. He's better than LeBron. He was playing his ass today. Off. Iggy comes out, and then and then the media is talking about, oh, he's the second best player of all time. Yeah. He behind Magic, he's the best point guard of all time. Steph Curry. Uh, uh, it's just so how cra- crazy. How the trends go. Yeah. And yes, Steph Curry is up there, bro. Oh, yeah. He is up there. Is he the GOAT? No. Did he revolutionize the game of basketball and change it 100%? Yeah. Did he ruin the basketball game? No. He didn't ruin the games. I hate when people say that. Well, Facebook... Facebook has a thing with Steph. I don't know if you've seen this. They, oh, they're the, doing a show. Oh, the guy that ruined the game. The man who ruined, or something along the lines. Ruined the, basketball. The man who ruined basketball. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that is really overdoing it. Because if you want to identify the man that ruined basketball, for those people that think the game is ruined, his name is Daryl Morey, and he's the GM of the damn Houston Rockets. It's not Steph Curry who ruined basketball. Right. Steph Curry just does amazing things. Darryl, That's a play. That word is a play on that, though, because they show his family life. And the no, no, no. It's, it, yeah, it's not. It, it's just a, the name, the title of the reality right. show. It, they have, they're not actually accusing him of ruining the game of basketball. No, he, he totally found his niche, his niche which is shooting. Yep. Yep. I can shoot from 30, 40 feet, and actually it's a good shot. And a lot of these guys are doing it now. We saw it with Dame Lillard. But, like, Steph is so different, dude. He is so different. In every, like, I guess he's never missed a free throw. He, in the he, missed, he missed one. One? It happened at the end of game four. Did he do it finally? He missed one. He missed. He went 81 straight. In fourth quarter, fourth and overtime. quarter and overtime in the playoffs in his career since since like 2015 right. or something like that. It was so wild. It, it was an unbelievable run, and and the people that have pointed out <clears throat> one sitting to my right that Steph oh. might not be clutch. Uh, I think that proves maybe the other. Totally. Yeah. When I I was just going off of what I read, <laughs> and it was true. But we saw. I mean, we were questioning Steph. Well, Steph Last was not round. playing good. Right. Clay was not playing good. Draymond was was playing was has been playing good this whole playoffs, right. but stepped it up again right. once Kevin Durant went out. And I think it's because I think I honestly, you know, if I'm being real, I think they all were like, We got this. Like, why do I need to run around that hard and play hard? We got this. Right. We're gonna win this. Whether I score twelve twelve points or or twenty seven points, we're gonna win. We're still gonna win this game. And so I do think, especially in those first two rounds with Clay and Steph, they were banged up, and also they just had this like, who the fuck's gonna beat us? Mm-hmm. We're gonna win this all day long. This is us. Wrap it up. Give it to us now. Let's just call it. We got. We got. The, we got the championship. They should. We good. And now, now when Kevin goes back, they, they, that sense of urgency comes back. Obviously, Steph's getting more touches. He's getting more shots. Now, how Clay, do you think that makes KD? Clay's getting more shots? And how, do, more how do you think that makes KD feel too? So we all know KD is captain sensitive. Drew, can you play our captain sensitive? He reads your tweets. He cusses you out in your seats. He's captain sensitive. We all know that he, you know he doesn't like to see that they play much better basketball without him. You know, I don't think it's that though. Again, I don't think it's much better basketball. 
Because we just said it. Your team's going to be better with Kevin Durant on it. No team is worse. Much better it's, basketball, meaning that everybody's getting their shots. Okay. Everything looks fluid. Right. Draymond knows his position now. You yeah, know what I mean? Draymond's now back in the in the to role that he, that he loves. Right. And the, the role that he's the best at. Right. Uh, so you're at, I, I'll give you that. Draymond is, is definitely better with this lineup, or at least the way that they're running this line let us not forget that two weeks ago kevin durant dropped 50 right you know what i'm saying like, he was averaging like 42 points a game right. like totally right and so there was nothing wrong with that system right this system just it i'll tell you what it does look better because it's the ball movement moving off the ball everything everything their flow their offense and it's and it's proof because alfonso mckinney can start a game when Iguodala goes down, which is I think is that might actually be even a bigger loss if Iggy's out. Another mild calf strain. Mm-hmm. They seem to be going around in in uh, Golden State. Contagious. It's a contagious thing. <laughs> Every, somebody sequester uh, Steph, Draymond, and Clay so they don't catch the the, the mild ice down calf the strain. calves, boys. Um, it, but <laughs> but Iggy's the severity of Iggy's injury I think is being played down, not talked about enough. Hopefully it is just a minor little thing and and he'll be back for the finals without him. Again, they still look amazing, but I, he, if they're going to be facing either you know Toronto with Kawhi or Milwaukee with Giannis, they're going to need Iguodala on the floor. Can we talk so, about them really fast, though? I would love to talk because about that, even, too. So, Golden State, you look fantastic. You look great, and you be at home resting. Re- Rest relax. the calves. Hit the cryo chamber, dog. Chilling until June 1st. Yeah. Go to, you know, just chill out, Clay. Hang out. Come back down to the hood, Get bro. Get massages. We'll all those things. See your fam. Congratulations, They're going to have Warriors. a few more days, bro. They're going to have July 1st. July first. That's the first. First. Uh, sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Mm-hmm. June first is so that's the first. another week. Yeah. It's it's nine days away. Right. <laughs> so that's plenty of time to rest. To yeah. rest and rehab. Yeah. Um. Because we think that this series is going to go seven. Uh, Milwaukee was up two zero. They you know they won both their games at home. They go up to Toronto. Toronto plays really good. Um, they kind of figure out again when you play this 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 seven game series. You get to you, do some serious scouting, and Giannis is the guy you scout. And Obviously, they realize that hey, we're not going to let this dude come a fucking twinkle toes down the lane and just layups every single time. We got the claw and Kawhi that's going to put some hands on this dude. Yep, and that's what you need. And to do. everyone's collapsing. Fat, totally. And everyone's let collapsing. him shoot the jumper. Yes. Um, and we both like, okay, dude, we both love Kawhi and we love Giannis. So I really love this series just to see. I think it comes down to defense, dog. Right. I really do. And I also think that Kawhi's really hurt. When he, he hurt that I leg. I want to bring that up too. Yeah. Kawhi he, is hurt. Kawhi definitely got hurt. Mm-hmm. He went up for a, for a dunk or a layup in that first quarter of game three. Was it the leg? It's the leg? I think it's his quad. Remember he had, it was like a quad thing that he had going on. Back, back initially, way back against Golden State when he was on San Antonio. When, when mm. in that series, when uh, San Antonio was up by like twenty, and then he got injured, and I think it was a quad issue. And I think the way that he's grabbing at that right leg, uh, I think it may be something similar, or a knee, or something along those lines. But something is off with him right now. And again, it speaks to how good and how tough he is to come back in Game Four and perform the way that he did. He didn't have the be- the best scoring or shooting night. But he still was out there for 35-plus minutes guarding Giannis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll tell you what, Nick Nurse is showing himself to be a pretty good head coach. What about the what about the homie from UCLA? The dude that's been Norman Powell. Norman Powell, He's baby. He's been hooping. He's a great player, man. He is. And, and this is why I think Nick Nurse <laughs> is showing himself to be a great coach right. is because, you know, 76ers a series, I don't, I don't know how many minutes Serge Ibaka played. I don't know. There was very few. I And I, and I think – uh, watching Serge Ibaka play and take advantage of the matchup that he's been playing with, uh, like whether it's guarding Miritich or Brook Lopez, whoever, 
uh, it, he's having an unbelievable series right now because Nick Nurse is going, oh, we, we want Ibaka out mm-hmm. here. We want him rotating and clogging the lane, being able to guard Giannis. The right matchup. Switches and, and so uh, Budenholzer is a hell of a coach. Nick Nurse is showing himself to be a hell of a coach. What about Drake, dude? What do you think about this whole Drake shit, like being uh, all up on the court and like touching the, the – He's taking it a little too far. It is too far, but why isn't the NBA doing anything? Like, yo, bro, you're a fan. You got to sit your ass down like a normal fan. You're not. He doesn't I, have to sit down. Okay. I, I, I'll say that. But he certainly can't. He doesn't have a coach's box that no, he can go no, back and forth on. No. It's like, it's like he's on. You can't on, touch the coach, bro. Uh, bro. In the middle of a free throw. You can't touch the coach. You, you shouldn't be stepping like really close to being onto the floor. Uh, there's some shit that he's crossing boundaries with. And I'll tell They're you right. They're going to set it straight. Oh, yeah. They're gonna say- I, I mean, I, I, I'll tell you what, though, dude. I think he, I'm pretty sure he was a huge donator to the. Uh, Raptors practice facility. They just bought a. a um, I think he just purchased and built uh, as a part of the the team uh, a practice facility. Obviously, he's integrated into the system because they have the they have the OVO jerseys. Yeah, he's got. Did the, you see the? Pl- he's got a baby a, blue seven fifty seven. Homie, I was at <laughs> breakfast with Ryan Sheckler. Right, yeah, and Ryan yeah. Sheckler is very. You know, he's affluent. Okay? Oh yeah, the guy's been in the game a long time. Yes, he's got chips. He's got coin. Yeah, and we were at breakfast, and we, he was looking on Instagram, and he said, "Hey, dude." Drake just leveled up on everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Puffy. Yeah, where's you know DJ I mean? Khaled at? Right? Khaled, Khaled, Khaled's got to be buying a plane soon now. This ain't a jet, bro. No, no, no. This, it's, it's a commercial it's, airline. It's a 747. <laughs> it holds 300 people if they wanted to, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think the max capacity in there would be... Like the max capacity in there would probably be 27 because it's like a bedroom, Pool bedroom, table, studio, bar. Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, shit. This is now it's just like an RV that you're it's just really expensive RV. Dog, how much is that? That's got to be like 100 mil. <clears throat> probably. I don't know what that. I don't know. What the fuck? We're so poor that it's impossible for us to know what those numbers are. I was just complaining I had to spend $400 on Ubers <laughs> in New York because I don't fuck with the subway. And my man just bought a plane. Yeah, and maybe maybe he does deserve to be on the court like that. This dog. is what I mean by that, though, is like he he is like if there has been a celebrity face of the Toronto Raptors and help them grow Toronto in general in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Yeah. The whole mm-hmm. city of Toronto. It's him. Mm-hmm. So on some level, they're going to give him some leeway, but it's got to be. You know, maybe it's not Adam Silver, but it's got to be somebody within the NBA that goes, look, we love it. We love that you're a fan. We want you at these games. It draws notoriety. We want all of it. We love it. Please stop touching the coach. Please stop pretending that you're a player. Stop pretending <laughs> hey, like you're Drake, just waiting to come into the game. Try to do that shit in Milwaukee and see how much cheese gets he ain't thrown going out face, there, bro. You ain't doing that, son. He ain't going out there. <laughs> it was cool to see Gucci main at the game, I too. I was, too. Gucci. First of all, Gucci's been lifting. Gucci, when he came out of jail, he did. I know that he dropped all the weight, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but even now, like he he's, good. he's bigger now. He looks good. Um, And he acted like a normal celebrity. He did. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> dancing around the whole thing. No. Uh, anyway. I, I think I, I I actually really I think it's kind of funny. Uh, it, there he's definitely overstepping, but I don't have that much of a problem. Not a big problem. It. Not a big problem. Okay. And because especially like he's not, it's not like he's doing it to the opposing team's coaches. Like it's all he sits. He's talking a lot of shit. Oh, he's talking a lot too. of shit to everybody. Right. But so does Spike Lee, and we right. don't have a problem with that. So. Uh, I would say he he could he could probably pump the brakes a little bit, but this is a big moment for the franchise. It's the biggest, it's the furthest they've ever been. Mm-hmm. They're locked up at two two, uh, in a, in a series that could take them to the finals for the first time in franchise history. I get it. It's a big moment. So I, on some level, I'm okay with it. Take. I got Milwaukee winning. They're gonna. I think they're gonna seven. Pull it. Yeah, I think they're gonna pull it. Uh, 
I think they're going to win two at home. I think that's what the, yeah, what's going to happen. Yeah, six, and then, and then mm-hmm. f- uh, f- uh, five in mm-hmm. Milwaukee, six goes back to Toronto. Mm-hmm. It just goes that way, and then seven comes down. I think the home down. team wins. I think I so, think too. It it, I mean, it's clearly, obviously, a beneficial thing to be at home in this series. Mm-hmm. Like, both both teams win their home games. I do think, unfortunately, I think Kawhi is starting to break down a little down. bit. And, and I also want Kawhi to lose. I don't like to say that, but I want well, him Well, yeah, to you lose. don't want him to win his finals no. because you want him to come to the Clippers. And, and dude, they're trying everything. <laughs> in, I do. And I, they're trying everything in Toronto. So he's been offered. There's, there's yes. stickers at restaurants that say Kawhi eats free if he resigns. And then today, a multimillionaire who owns a huge real estate company offered him a huge penthouse in Toronto for free. Oh, you my re- God. You didn't see this? No. Dude, uh, like, it's like a $10 million penthouse. Is it Drake's penthouse? No, I, I, I posted a picture of it. Because <laughs> if it's not Drake's penthouse, I mean, is it the biggest penthouse? I, I, I don't know. But it's a free penthouse. I bet Drake would let him stay in his penthouse Probably. if he stayed. If he stayed. He's getting offered everything, but uh, we got a bunch of DMs about it today. And I said, look, whatever Toronto can offer him, I'm sure Balmer can offer it more. Yeah. Whatever it is. If you want, I don't. And any- I'll tell you what, a penthouse in downtown LA is a, is a, it's a little bit nicer than a penthouse in Toronto. Just a little bit. Especially in December. You know what I mean? Somebody also said we were talking, I think it was Sheckler I was talking to about his so name drop. I got a name <laughs> drop. That's I, he listens to the show. I, I fuck Shout with out my Shex. It's my guy. Um, he was also saying that you know, uh, he uh, Kawhi just bought a spot, the thirteen million dollar house in, yeah, in Rancho, San Diego, Rancho Santa Fe. Yeah, so all we, got, I, you know, I think he might do it like Kobe and just fucking catch, catch the chopper. I've dog. been thinking that since he bought the house, chopper. It is a great helicopter ride. It's yeah. gorgeous, right up the coast. You get the ocean on the Tax left. Tax right off too, bro. It, dude, if, Clippers got it. We'll I bet he, it. I bet he might work out a deal with Mark Cuban to be a Uber uh, sponsor Ooh. for the Uber helicopter. Love it, I, dude. It's happening. Love like, it. I, I, I would put a lot of money. Kawhi there. likes he's, to be home. He's coming. He's coming home. I don't see. I mean, unless come they, on, Kawhi. Unless they win the title, they win the fucking title. I don't think so either. But it, I'll, I'll say that if they do win the title, there's no reason. All bets are off. All, All bets, bets are off. off if he wins the title. I got. I, I'm taking. I'm taking Kawhi. I think he's the, <laughs> if we lose him to the Lakers or somebody like that, I'm. So, really so you're rooting heavy for the Bucks. Let's go Milwaukee, bro. I'm eating <laughs> cheese as we speak, dog. As we speak. Uh, hot take really quick. Yeah. I want to talk about the combine, bro, because these numbers blew my mind. Taco Fall, our boy Taco Fall. Yeah. Um, did you hear his numbers in the combine? You know what? I, I The only number that I remember is his standing Don't reach. say it right now. Let's, let's, me, let me, so let me hear these numbers. these numbers. It broke the database for the combine. They've never seen numbers yeah. like this ever. Right. So – Standing height without shoes, seven five and a quarter. With, with shoes, seven seven. Weight, two eighty nine. Still can gain a little. I mean, two eighty nine is not bad. Well, because doesn't he have like six percent body fat or something? Six point eight percent. So yeah, body he can fat. definitely put on some weight. Wingspan, eight two and a quarter. <laughs> so when you, imagine you're seven seven eight. with an eight two eight, wing two wings. Okay, and then what blew everybody's mind was the standing reach, people. Flat footed, this motherfucker reaches ten two and a quarter. Meaning, like Drew and I were talking about yeah. today, that's like literally just grabbing, grabbing the rim, just grabbing the rim. What what outstanding? What all white like kids in America in. under six feet wish they could do? Just grab and that's hang right. onto the rim. Grab the rim. This man just stretches his arm. Yeah, I mean, so that means that means he can probably dunk on his tippy toes. Yes. Like with like, just kind of just boop. Oh, just he can obviously palm a ball. Put it in just, there. Well, yeah, I, yeah. Do we get the hand size? No. 
Because I feel like Kawhi might have bigger hands. Kawhi and Giannis got <laughs> humongous hands. Kawhi might have bigger hands than Taco Fall. I believe that. <laughs> this is why I think I think if I'm a – everybody's like, oh, will he go lottery? He ain't going fucking lottery. No, no, but no. But somebody should take a risk on him. If I'm Boston or somebody that has these picks, yeah, these yeah. four picks or yeah. three picks, I would take him just for the hell of it, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I Someone will take him, first yeah. of all. Somebody definitely will. It's funny because I was I, – I, you know, we listen to a lot of podcasts, and I, I listen to Simmons, mm-hmm. and Simmons goes – uh, you know what? Why would why wouldn't Philadelphia just take a take a flyer on Taco Fall? Like he could have totally played Boban's given, position. And I was like, dude, they literally have, but they have Taco. If there's one guy in the NBA that's the most similar to Taco Fall, it would be Boban Manjanovic, who is on the team already. And Boban's better. Boban has way better touch. He can mm-hmm. shoot a free throw. He knows how to pass. Like Taco is a project. Not is he? Yes, he would be a, a great person to stick. He'd into. be a great project. Put him like Phoenix. Right. Go ahead. You, uh, DeAndre Ayton needs a needs a break. Taco, go out there for three and a half minutes. That's all you're getting. And put your hands up, and then that's all you do. Right. We're gonna put your hands up. We're gonna right. put the ball in your hands. You're gonna you're gonna put in the hoop. Um, but yeah, someone will take him. I, 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 I my guess is that you know maybe someone someone reaches and takes him in the la- like the later first round. I'd like, but to see I think it. second round. He's been working out, and hard. maybe the Clippers take him because you guys had success with Bobby, and so it, like if the Clippers, the Clipper Nation loved Boban so much. It's hard to f- fit in Boban's shoes, but if there's a guy who can fill uh, Boban's shoes, I don't know about Taco's personality. Taco. Boban's got the personality. That, I agree with you. I don't want to. I don't want to. But risk anyone it. with goggles, you got to rally. You got to rally behind people with goggles. Love it. Uh, another one, bro. Tyreek Evans. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, Tyreek? <sighs> Banned from the NBA two years. You got. You got OJ Mayo'd, son. He was when, playing so good. He was playing so good. He's uh, in a good system. And you go ahead and fuck this up, man. And I'm I'm not trying to so- sound like Stephen A. Right. You know, I'm all I'm all for if you're in the offseason and you want to blaze, cool. But if you're being watched, this is obvious this has happened to him before. He's been caught before. He's been caught before. So they're and, gonna watch him. And a lot of people say, well, it's just weed. It doesn't matter, dude. If there are rules in place and you were told not to do this shit, and if you want to stay in the NBA, you have to abide by these rules. Are we sure it was weed? I think it was more. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure, but I posted. I don't know if it was just weed. I, I don't know either, and I don't know Tyreek. I don't right. know his background. Right. Somebody had uh, DM'd me and said they heard it was cocaine, Yeah. Um, which it might be. Because when I read the description... There was a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of substances on the list mm-hmm. of things that he could have been banned mm-hmm. for, but one of them was not weed. I think weed is kind of like a three strike thing, right? And and obviously he had been caught before for this. This is how you end up in this ban of two, two years. There's part of me thinks it could be steroid related. Part of me thinks it could be methamphetamine related, like cocaine or, you know, some crazy, pills. some other kind of pills that he's taken. I. It just sucks, dude. I don't like seeing it. I liked Tyreek, the bearded Tyreek. He was looking great. He was he was we looking really really good. We were talking really, about the really Pacers good. at the beginning of the year. Yeah, saying that that was a great pickup. Great vibe. pickup by them. And I'm I'm just I'm disappointed, dude. Dude, Shanghai Knights, whoever, whatever, whatever Chinese team gets him. You, you, you guys <laughs> for be, two years. You guys will be great for two years, without a doubt. Uh, just keep him keep him going with the pills. I'm di- yeah, keep him going. <laughs> just let the man smoke. Did you hear? This is my last take. Yeah, yeah. Dirk Nowitzki. Played his last fucking game <laughs> April 10th, guys, okay? And as of Monday, he said that he has gained 15 pounds, yeah. hasn't worked out one day, and all he's doing is drinking wine and eating ice cream, 
Dirk, this is why you are a legend, Dirk, bro. you are a legend, Live bro. Live that fucking retired life. You don't owe anybody anything anymore, you know bro. What's, you know what's great, though, hmm. is that he didn't do that last offseason. Like, he could have been doing this for, like, three off. It's not like he needed to be in shape. I think he did. I think that. I think Maybe he did, and now he's just letting us know about it. Because I'll tell you what, man. He deserves it, first of all. You do. I love hearing that. I, what's what's the flavor? Do we know the flavor? I don't. What do you think? What what a German uh, vanilla? Would it be just vanilla? They seem plain. It's probably a vanilla. Maybe a, a praline. I don't know what maybe, that is. Maybe a pralines and cream. Pralines and cream. Mm, that's a great one. I don't know what that is. I think Dirk's a pralines and cream kind of. I don't guy. have no idea what that is. Or chocolate, because you've seen his wife. He might like. Oh, he might maybe like he does like some chocolate. Just straight chocolate. Or a little uh, little uh, mocha. A little mocha. Give me some of that. Okay. Maybe some toffee or coffee. Something. <laughs> I'm thinking pralines and cream, or just some straight chocolate, because our boy likes the chocolate. He does like the chocolate. That's why I fucked with you too, Dirk. Dirk, you're awesome. Bro. Enjoy retirement, homie. Yeah, you earned it, bro. Um, stickers went out. Yeah. Everybody that we sent the stickers out to, thank you so much. We, uh, they, they're in Norway. They are in Sweden. They are in New Zealand. They are in uh, Tahunga. They're in Chicago. <laughs> they're in NYC. They are all over the place. People yeah. are sticking them on the backboards. Do exactly uh, what it says for you to do. Post them on the backboards. Keep screenshotting us, guys, when you listen to the, to the show. We appreciate We got another round of, of stickers coming. Um, and that is what it is, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for the support. Uh, Drew, anything else, Drew? Yeah, Game of Thrones. Oh! Oh! One last thing. I know we got to go. But... Brand the Broken? Yeah, spoiler alert for all Fuck of those. Fuck that. Anyone who's listening to this, uh, we, we gave you plenty of time. Spoiler alert, we're going to talk about some shit. What the hell happened? Can you can you tell me how you're feeling about? They rushed it. Everything was rushed. Why did it have to happen in six episodes? I don't know. Who was, was it? Was it was it Rob Palinka that decided how? We're Is gonna... Rob Palinka the co-producer? It's Rob. It's Rob. It was Rob. Fucking Rob. God damn it. God damn it, Rob. <laughs> it was... Because somebody somebody made the decision to say, oh, it has to be six. Right. We're gonna do this thing. And I'll tell you what, man. The two episodes that were the battle scenes, uh, the big battle in Great. the north, and the and the and the King's Landing battle. Amazing. epic television i was so entertained i have no complaints sure we can nitpick about tactics and military shit but i mean come on it was a tv show i was stunned with those two the rest of the season Sucked. was garbage it was all dialogue it needed 10 10 episodes so we can draw this out i don't want to get into it too much no but, but it, it started with the with the starbucks bottle bro starbucks, it started with the starbucks cup and then in the, the water the bottle, water bottle. You're getting lazy, guys. And now it, it all just comes down to Tyrion going, you know who I think should be king? Yeah. I think this guy. Brand the fucking broken. This guy over here should be king. And everyone's like, huh. He should have known it. Pretty Shouldn't good idea. Known that? Pretty good idea. God, I think that's a good idea. Dude. So anyway, uh, Game of Thrones, Game really, of Thrones. really. I mean, I Thanks waited. for the last eight years, bro. For real. Honestly, though, like really great television it up was. until this last season. I just, you know, God damn it. Anyway, <sighs> Valar Mogulis, motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But what does that mean, Drew? All men must die. Oh, okay. Valador Iris. What was the one John said, though, too? Um, love, what was the one about love? Yeah. No? Forgot that one. Whoa, <laughs> what's love got to do? All right. Got to do with it. All right, it's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Shout-out to Dash Radio, nothing but net channel. Uh, let's take him out with it. Let's, let's take it back to 95, dog. Hot Boys. Ooh. UGK. I'm coming. Drew, let this shit ride. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. We're ghosts. Later. Taco Fall, Rookie of the Year. Nigga, I'm coming in a Ram on 19s. I don't want for nothing. Living the million dollar dream. All of 
a sudden Niggas wanna do me in, don't make me get disgusted Or over your head is 10, me and baby shining On 750 CV hours Going to the best western when they get into car But tomorrow who's gotta go Cause me and D flying back to Tennessee Trying to see Bob's and cheese They got niggas balling, but they don't even wanna Get out the project and buy a house on Washington Fresh got a bourbon pearl white with TVs My click ain't hurting, all us bank with first NBC Juvie got a beamer, blue and black with 17 The expedition shot, but he just all the 23s It's all gravy, it's life, I'm living, I'm loving Young, straight, thugging, watch out for my click Cause we coming, nigga I'm coming, draped in diamonds, your blind homes I'm coming, about getting my fucking shine on I'm coming, draped in diamonds, your blind homes I'm coming, about getting my fucking shine on And all black, ready to get a nigga for some gay Playing with heavyweight, I'ma intercept your day Don't hesitate, better play cool shit I up the big two shit, go by the rule shit Drop everything, where you stand, nigga Give it all up, like a man, nigga You working with something, nigga Bring me to the house, respect my mind And get your brains knocked out I come for the cheese, 25 G's Remain on your knees, or I be forced to release Freeze, I make a nigga break down like a bucket Nigga, what, you ain't gonna hold up Up it, who fallin' out? Longer, tell me that Who ballin' out? Broadest black licks Spread it on down with your itch I be stunned Nigga, lay down I'm coming, I'm coming Better watch what you do, nigga I'm coming I just get a song on you, nigga I'm coming Better watch what you do, nigga I'm coming You're ballin' this on you, From a penny to a nickel To a dime and a quarter If in any nigga fickle Fuck with mine in the order Get his wife, son, and daughter Funeral plans in order Cause I'ma slaughter his bloodline Till it's thinner than water Went from Captain Save a hold of Captain Kirk to Captain Kangaroo But you ain't got no army, Captain Who was you a danger to? Nobody hang with you Slang with you Bang with you Spin change with you I do no kind of gangster things with you I'm on your heels And ain't no letting up So if you hit the ground Bitch ain't no getting up Niggas start to betting up Put your last dime on me Your credit line on me Ask Nicky DD You gon' win every time on me That ain't no line on me That's on my mama On my niggas locked up And dead behind all that fucking drama What's up to big timers Producers, groupie bitches And rap rhymes Big bun coming like dicks and vaginas I'm coming Just when you niggas least expect it I'm coming So have your whole body protected I'm coming Strong arm in your whole click, bitch I'm coming So I to come up off my dick, I bitch. got more weight than them niggas upstate My name, ring a D I'm the nigga with the yeah I'm from the project $42 dollar and I'm balling Stacking ends taller than tall Can never catch me falling Ride smooth Shine like diamonds, twinkle like gold. The young nigga, fucking all you old niggas hoes. When I come, I come with it, I don't rap. Player haters wanna kill me, march niggas step. Yeah, I got it. Fuck them niggas, I ain't hiding it. Hot boy with hot toys hanging in the clouds. Ready to be fired. Drama, I'm about that. Chopper with 50 shots. Nigga, I pack that. My set be on fire. Hotter than the sun. On the package, meet me at the spot. Nigga, I'm coming. I'm coming with the coke. Let me do, nigga. I'm coming. Get the fuck off, you wanna get fit, look, I'm coming. 